What a good time, huh? Super great time, a great time of worship, and thank you for that uh, reminder, that song of blessing. Whenever I, I hear that, I'm in my office sometimes, and we have like a ministry center, so there's a place where you can just kind of walk around a circle, and I hear that, and I just want to just walk and just listen and hear God just uh, telling me that he still loves me and that he has a plan for me, and all of that, I don't, it's just, that's just, thank you for just sharing that. All the, the, everything, just thanks for sharing everything. Um, just so good um, being with you guys this weekend. And great being with you guys too, and I hope you had a great time with your family and maybe made some other friends in the body of Christ. And if you want to, you can turn your Bibles uh, to Luke chapter 11. Um, Luke 11. Um, we've been talking about just a restart, or a, a, a kind of a reset, and some of these songs we just sang was, is, is a reminder of that too, this worship I don't think that those songs could have been chosen better to just talk about like, hey, what are we really here all about and what do we really want to focus on? And I love that song about, I'm not here to get a blessing from you. I'm, I, you you've already done enough, man. You did, I, I, I just want you, you know, like, and I, they reminded me about fasting from ourselves. Uh, we talked about the first night and then, uh, and then also talking about a reset and how we look at God's word. And that was just good for me. I hope it was good for you too. And then this morning I thought, you know, it's just another basic thing, um, a basic thing in Christian life, but it's so important and so huge for us to get right, and I think sometimes we drift away from really the purpose and the attitude and really how to pray. And we all know we're supposed to pray, and I, I, we do. I pray, uh, I, I pray maybe inconsistently. I pray when something happens and I got to pray. Oh, I should have been, I should have been praying about this, you know. And I so I pray, um, and I or, I'm, and it's usually asking, you know, God because um, there's something I'm facing that I'm going, oh wow, I don't know about this. I, I better pray to God, not realizing that that's actually every single moment of my day that I need to realize that. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll pray, but some of us are way better prayers than others. We, we, we spend time, we have maybe even a set time where we say, I'm going to pray. Maybe you've even got a, 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 a I know somebody who's got a, 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 it's like an album where she prays and she has pictures of different people and different things that she prays for every single day of the week. This is my Monday that I pray for all of these people and all these things. I know that like every Tuesday she's praying for me and my wife, Sherry. I just know that. And uh, I just want us to be able to just begin this year, 2022, as people fasting from ourselves, as people, just think if we just did those three things, fasting from ourselves, people that really are the word, and then people of prayer. Just what a difference that would make, just those things. So let's just read this in Luke chapter 11, the first 13 verses. I love this because if you said, hey, how are we supposed to pray? Where's the reset in God's word about praying? I just always think of at least one of those places is Luke chapter 11, because when the disciples finally asked Jesus a really good question, you know, um, I always kept waiting, like, when are you guys going to ask him, like, something that's going to be really good, like, you got Jesus right there, like, it recorded down, and Luke records it, and they just go, they see Jesus praying, they see in, in verse one that Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, sometimes he'd pray all night, and I think finally the disciples are like, where's Jesus? He's praying again. He's out there praying. He's praying all night. He's just doing, hey, maybe we should ask him like how we could do that. Since we're, he's that rabbi and we're his disciples, we're supposed to do that. And hey, that's what John did with his disciples. And so let's just read this. I just want to read through it and then make some comments on it. 
But it says, now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. You're our rabbi, teach us to pray. And Jesus says, okay, you're asking me, this is how you pray. He says, and he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, don't bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed and I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though, he will not get up and give you anything because he's your friend. Yet because of his impudence or persistence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive, and the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, it will be open. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. So he starts out by just going, man, okay, here, you guys want to know how to pray? Here's how you pray. Here's the model of prayer. Now, there are maybe some that would say, hey, when you pray, you say this, and I, we're supposed to say this. These words, like, repeat after me, this is it. And this is a great, you know, template. But Jesus isn't saying that you pray these exact words every time. He's not saying, when you, when you pray, repeat this. He's saying say, and the word say there just means to, to keep this in mind, to talk about these things. These are what you say when you pray. Are these, and he just lays out a, a template. We know what a template is. You can, you can switch it around, but there's still this foundation that you keep going back to that you remember what prayer is really all about. And he mentions three, four, five things. Your father, father, hallowed be your name. That when we pray, that when, I go, man, he goes, PJ, when you pray, will you just remember and pray with the attitude that this God is so great and holy and righteous and good and he is the God of the universe. Will you pray with that in mind? Like, that's the template. Like, hallowed be your name. You are far beyond, far above anything I could ever do and who I am. That's who we're talking to. You just keep that in mind. There's the template in that. Let your prayers be reflective of that. Let's, the things that you're saying would be even maybe taking take a break for whatever you're even coming to God for and just worship him for being the God that he is. And then your kingdom come. You know, that your will would be done. There's another place where he says your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that your kingdom would become, that you, you would be, it, it would be recognized that you are the king, that you are the one in charge, that your will is the will that's going to be done in, in my life and other people's lives on this earth. That's what we want. We want your kingdom, your rulership, not mine, not anybody else's. And that your prayers would be that, would reflect that. 
That changed a lot of stuff, by the way, about some stuff that I pray. I pray that God would work so many things out. And I let him know what they are because I'm pretty sure he doesn't really know that, you know, how he needs to work this thing out. So I remind him, you know, this is how it works. This is how it's supposed to go. And man, how it changes when I recognize, no, the template is not my kingdom. The template is may his kingdom come. And if that means that my kingdom is devoured, thrown away, and crushed, then crush it. Because I want your kingdom. And if my kingdom isn't, gets in the way of yours, then conquer mine. Wow. That's a whole different thing. Give us each day our daily bread. Just, Jesus is going, we just keep in mind and keep a template of, God, just give me whatever it is that I need today. Might not even be what I want. I'd love to have pizza. Well, maybe not now after last night, but not in town today. But I'd rather have that. But you know what? You give me the bread. You give me the sustenance. That's a daily bread. The daily bread is the need, the, the basic, what do I need today? And it's not even just talking about physical. I think can include that. But even the spiritual, whatever it is, like just what do I need today? Will you just provide for me what I need in order to live the life that you have planned for me to live today? Again, with God's kingdom in mind, it's not, not, not the plan that I have to lift it, but just give me what I need to live the life to make it through today the way you want me to get through today. And forgive us our sins as we or for we also ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. That you would have in their prayer life just going always to him and saying, what's wrong? Can you just examine me? Use your word, whatever it is, your spirit to convict me, to show me things in my life that are not lined up with you. And I would be humble enough to lay those before you and say, will you forgive me? True confession and true repentance is what I want. And I love it. It says, for we are, or as we are actually providing that for other people, that God, what I'm asking for you, I want it to be, I want my life to be a model of that for other people. The grace and mercy that I'm asking from you, will you please show me how to, how to provide that grace and mercy for the people around me? Because I know I'm, I'm, I need to be doing that as I'm asking it from you. Because how, how hypocritical would it be? To, God, will you please you know, show me grace and mercy, but man, will you just get them? Or don't ask me to be able to, to provide that for the other person, this other person who doesn't deserve it. Because I don't deserve it. But we would have that attitude. How much of my prayer life is it really that? I'm being convicted so much as I'm just reading through this. I just pray so much about me and what needs to work out in my life. And I do pray for other people and those things. But man, I, when I think about this, it just gets me back into the fasting from myself. And he says, and lead us not to temptation. And the idea is that it's, it's to lead in, in a different direction instead. Lead us not into temptation. We, God, I got these things that I am tempted to, to, to go to today to provide, to, 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 to maybe rely on, whatever it is, but it's sin. It's not the way you would want me to go. I just want you to lead me, not to temptation, but lead me into the way that you would want me to go today. And I just want to follow that today. 
So forgive me of my sins and will you continue to provide ways that I wouldn't continue to go back into these habits, into these things. And then he says to them, he gives them a couple of stories, you know, he says, talks about the friend, right? The, hey, if any of you guys have a friend and you have another friend, you go to, it's middle of the night, you go to that friend, you say, hey, I got another friend that came and I don't have any bread to give them. I want to provide for them. I want to give something to them. Would you get, I know you have maybe some extra bread. Will you give me some? And the guy inside is like, man, we're, man, we're in our jammies. We're in bed. You know, I'm not going to get up, man. This, it's the middle of the night. No way. He goes, but if the person's persistent, the person just keeps on knocking. No, man, I need, I got to provide for this other person. This is really important for me to provide for them. And you, will you just give me some bread? The guy will finally get up, right, and, and give the bread to him. And I think sometimes you think, oh, is that, is that like God? Like, hey, man, can you stop bothering me? You know, and for, 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 for giving you something that's going to help you provide for someone else. You know, stop. That's not God. What he's saying is, even like what he ends with, with the other example is, hey, if you guys as evil fathers and mothers, you know, you're not perfect, know how to give good things to your kids. How much more does God give good things to you? When you go to him, how much more of a better father is him? He's saying, if a friend, if this friend who would never want to be bothered, but your persistence gets him to do it, how much more would your persistent praying, which could you be totally confident that God is going to open that door? That, you, that you're, you're saying that, hey, will you please, I'm, I'm begging you for these things. And I'm talking, and he, keep it in context. He's talking about the template that he just laid out. That's, that's what he's talking about. So I go, wow, if I pray these things, will God do it? Because there's four things, I think, in, in this template that we're asking for. His kingdom to come, the daily bread that I need, forgive us our sins, don't lead us into temptation. Okay, if I pray that, can I be confident that God will provide those four things? Can I be confident of that? And he says, man, will you just be persistent? Will you just be consistent in praying this? Then the more consistent you are in praying it, the more confidence you should have that God is absolutely going to do this. May your kingdom come. I just want your will to be done. I want you to, you, your rulership to happen. Well, I don't know. Well, is it going to happen? You keep on praying that. And the more you pray that, the more I pray that, the more I'm confident absolutely it's happening even if it doesn't look like what I think it should look like. Confident of that. Well, I don't know. Is he really going to give me what I need today? I've been asking him over and over again, would you just give me today what I need to get for today? Tomorrow, we'll look at tomorrow, and I just need whatever that is. And I can be confident at the end of that day, whether whatever he has or hasn't given me, it's been exactly what I needed for that day. I can be confident of that. Will you forgive me? I mean, this is, a, this is the 10th time I'm coming to you with the same stinking thing. I'm broken about it, and I don't, I, I want to repent of this. I want, man, is he going to forgive me? Is he going to forgive me? Is he, yes, be confident. He forgives as you continue to have that same mercy and grace being poured out of you into other people. Don't lead me into temptation. Don't lead me into temptation. Don't lead. You know what? I think maybe God will actually say no, and he'll lead me into temptation. No, he won't. I might go into temptation, it's not, but it's not because he's leading me there. He will lead me in the way that I need to go.
if I'm truly, be consistently, persistently praying that. And that's why he says, if you ask, you'll receive, knock, the door will be open. Um, uh, everyone who, who asks, receive. The one who seeks, finds. The, the one who, who knocks, it will be opened again. I think sometimes we take that, I take that out of context. But it's not about anything. Hey, I just need this new car. I thought that'd be great. You, know, you guys know what I'm saying. It's not, it's not a prosperity kind of thing. He's going, there, go to the template. But you pray for those four things, you be confident. God is way better than that friend who's just really tired down that night. God won't ever get tired. It won't be midnight for him. He's never in his jammies. It's okay. You could be confident that if we're really going, God, will you have your will be done? Give me what I need today. Will you forgive me for these things that, that you would restore me back into relationship with you and lead me in the way that I need to go? You can be confident. That's exactly what's going to happen. And I love when he says, you know what, Father, you know, if you ask for, you know, if the son asks for a fish, you'll give him, a, you know, a serpent. If you ask for an egg, you'll give him a scorpion. No, no father will do that unless you're really one of those weird fathers that like to mess with your kids. But anyway, but hey, here you go. There's a snake. It's a rubber snake, whatever. Um, anyway, um, he goes, you don't do that. You don't do that. So how much more will God, who's a good father and will always be perfect, and you're not even perfect, sometimes you mean to be able to give the right thing to your kids, but you make a mistake. You don't, you're, not, you're, not, you're not perfect. He says, but God is. And if you ask him, why would we even think that he wouldn't give us something good if we're asking him? What I love is that it says, you know, if you ask him for an egg, he doesn't say, what, you know, what father, if, you, if your kid asks for an egg, you give him an egg. Did you notice he didn't say that? He says, if they ask for an egg, you don't give them a scorpion. Now, your kid might be asking for eggs, and your kids, go, you're going, man, you've had way too many eggs. You actually need broccoli. Well, I didn't ask for broccoli. I know. But that's what you need. But I'm not giving you a scorpion. I'm not, I'm not giving you something that's devastating you, that's hurting you, that's not good for you. You're asking for, you're, you're asking for what you think you need, and sometimes you're right, you're asking for an egg, and I'm giving you an egg. But sometimes you're asking for, I, I need, you know, I need some, some uh, what, do you, what do you say, bread, you know, or fish, or, you know, I, I'd like to have a fish today. Yeah, I, I see that, but there's actually something better for you that maybe you don't even like to eat, but I'm giving that to you. Or maybe it is what you're asking for, but know this, that he's not going to give you something that is not the right and good and the best thing for you. Might not be what you want. But know that he's that kind of father. Just like you're that father. You don't give your kids every single thing they ask for. Sometimes you do. They're asking for the right thing, right? But you don't give them something bad. And then he just throws it out. I love it how he even wraps it up. He goes, you know what you're really asking for in this whole thing? The Holy Spirit. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? If you're really into the, in a right prayer, in a right kind of prayer attitude, you end up finally just asking, what you're, whether you're realizing it or not, you're asking for the power and empowerment and the guidance of the Holy Spirit, God himself, in your life to lead your life. That's what you're really asking for, and God will not withhold that. I think what the Holy Spirit's ministry is, the basic, Holy Spirit does so much, but I think just the basic ministries of the Holy Spirit, he illuminates 
translates God's word for us. He leads us in the way that we're supposed to be going. He'll bring to our mind the things that we have been taught. So he'll, he'll, he'll do that. He'll lead us into the right way of going. That's how we're being led is through the spirit, through the word. And then I think, what else does the Holy Spirit do? Empowers me to be a witness to other people to give that grace and that mercy and forgiveness to other people. That's what the Holy Spirit does. I can't do that. Holy Spirit is the one who can do that. The Holy Spirit is the one who gifts us, who gives us empowerment in order to do what? In order to make our lives better? No, in order to serve other people. All gifts of the Holy Spirit are meant to edify other people. So the Holy Spirit empowers us to actually become more and more like Jesus. The life of the Spirit is what the life of Jesus is in our lives. It's not me, it's not you, it's him, it's reliance on him. And so if we're asking God, I'd like to live the way you would, you would want me to live. I want to forgive the way that you forgive me. I want to not go into temptation. I want to live a life that's more in victory. And he says, you're asking for the Holy Spirit. And what I am giving you the Holy Spirit. He is empowering you. I'm not withholding the power of the Holy Spirit in your life life that's what you need that's what you're asking for and you got it now will I just listen to him submit to him the Holy Spirit in my life and follow his lead but he's given us that's prayer that's prayer now can you imagine putting everything together that we learned this I'll say weekend <laughs> it we put it all together that we live a life in 2022 fasting from ourselves, Sabbathing, and every day, and every day a Sabbath, I'm, it's not gonna be my work, it's not gonna be my efforts, it's gonna be his. I'm gonna, this, this book, the words on this page are God's words, I want to devour, I want to make whatever it's telling me how to live this life, I wanna believe it and follow it and know it and know him more through it. And I wanna spend time and pray with the template, not going off of the template that God's given us. That it's this will that I really want in this whole thing, when the bottom line, when I'm all done and said, I'm gonna ask for his will to be done, for me to just have what I need today, and for me to have what I need in order to serve other people, and show grace and mercy to others, and for him to forgive the ways that I haven't done it right, and for him to not lead me in places that wouldn't be good, but continue to lead me in the places I need to go, and I would follow. Boy, what a year. I don't care what happens this year in our lives, in our cities, in politics, and whatever, in our country. I, it, none of that's gonna matter. None of that's gonna matter. It will be an incredible year, right? Let's start out 2022 that way. Pray for me that I would do the same thing. God, thank you so much again for your word, for who you are. We keep this template in mind. God, you are this incredible, holy, righteous, so powerful, God, that cares so much, that's also a father to us, your children, that you are the perfect father that there is. So we come to you today and for this year asking you for your will to be done in our lives, for your will to be done in other people's lives around us, in the world around us, that your kingdom, your rulership would be seen, that you would give us exactly what we need, exactly what we need today to live the life that you've asked us to live today. 
oh God, that we, we are humble and we see these areas in our lives where we have not trusted you. We have call, fallen short of that. We have been distracted. We have de- not fasted from ourselves. And God, we have sinned. And God, we do not want to live that kind of life. Continue to empower us to have victory in those areas in our lives. And God, that as we see this mercy and grace from you, would you show us how to show that to other people around us, even people who never, ever deserve it because we don't either. And God, that you would lead us not into temptation, but you would lead us into victory. Lead us into a life that looks more like your son, Jesus. And we know that none of these things can happen without the power of your Holy Spirit. And so we thank you that in asking for his leading and guiding in our lives that you are not and he is not withholding that. So God, we just want to submit and follow. In the name of your son, Jesus, who gave us relationship back to you so that we could even talk to you at all and be in your presence. In his name we pray, amen.